Welcome to the A2 Schools Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cluley, uh, the Director of Communications here at the Ann Arbor Public Schools. I'm joined, as usually, uh, with our superintendent, Dr. Swift. Thanks for being here. Well, good afternoon, Andrew. And we also have uh, back at the A2 Schools Podcast, Emil Lazzana. He's the Executive Director of Environmental Sustainability. Great to be here. Well, this week, Mr. Lazzana presented the Ann Arbor Public Schools Environmental Sustainability Framework to the Board of Education. Um, it's an important milestone. And uh, Dr. Swift, I'm just hoping that you can give just a quick, how did we get here? Well, really, it's been an exciting journey. You know, the Board of Education uh, took a stand back in December of 2018 in passing uh, the 8,000 series of policies uh, that really documented our commitment in the Ann Arbor Public Schools to work toward environmental sustainability. Um, we had that deep commitment, but, you know, there are a lot of resources that are needed in order to uh, actualize the vision of environmental sustainability. So we were very grateful in the fall, November of 2019, when our community supported the capital bond that was passed. And uh, one of the four cornerstones of that uh, 20-year-plus bond program was a, a commitment to environmental sustainability. Um, and then thirdly, it was about a year ago in November of 21 uh, that the board authorized and charged a task force uh, for uh, building this framework for environmental sustainability. And uh, we're so grateful we asked uh, Mr. Emil Altzana to lead that effort. Uh, this summer, he transitioned really full-time over to focus on our environmental sustainability work. And so now, here we are uh, in uh, December of 2022 uh, with this plan to share with our community. We're looking forward, of course, to their input and feedback. And, and maybe, uh, Mr. Lazano, you can touch base on a little bit about the uh, task force and, and sort of how they worked and where how we got to the specific plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the, the task force was charged with advising the school district on the development of a sustainability plan for the district. Um, and it's composed of uh, members of our community, uh, teachers, staff. There are a couple students on that group. And we met monthly over the last year and really began by researching other school districts who had sustainability plans, what's in their plan, where where are the strengths. We evaluated some of that and um, ranked some of the items that we saw and then formed working groups that met over the summer and really took deep dives in certain areas, uh, developed uh, some goals, and then uh, kind of put that all together into the sustainability framework that uh, we presented to the Board of Education this week. And uh, obviously, it's a, it's a very large plan. If you want the, the nitty-gritty, you can go to our website, a2schools.org. There's a headline uh, that will you know, give you all that information. But I'm just hoping maybe you can break down some of the, the big bullet items uh, that are in this plan, uh, Mr. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're so fortunate in this community to have a lot of institutions already 
taking big steps in sustainability with the University of Michigan and the Planet Blue Initiative, um, uh, the city of Ann Arbor and A20, and now the Washington, Washington County has a draft plan uh, developed. And so we're, we're really leaning into that space as a school district and, and recognizing our core mission at, in the K-12 education and how can we leverage that. And so we have three big buckets, if you will, that the plan is divided into or sections. The first one is environmental education and climate literacy, really our core mission. The second one, uh, responsible operations, maintenance, and construction. How do we run the school district? How do we construct things? How do we be more energy efficient, generate our own renewable energy, et cetera? And then the final bucket is healthy school campuses, how we maintain a, a quality and healthy indoor environment, outdoor environment, and also looking at our, our food systems and healthy food for our, for our children and our staff. So it sounds like, Mr. Lazzana, that we're talking about uh, a, one aspect of being sort of the educational aspect of, you know, helping students and uh, become the environmentalists of the future. And then there's the other aspects. The other two parts are more of doing our part right now in terms of making sure that we're, we're being environmentally friendly. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. That's correct. One, you can't do one without the other. And we, we do have a long history of environmental education going back 60 years, uh, really leaders in that uh, for many decades. But um, you're absolutely correct. We can't teach, you know, climate literacy, environmental education and all that if we're not living those values as a school district. And so by doing things like recycling at our schools, that helps us teach about resource management, you know, reducing waste and those kinds of things. And you'll see that throughout the plan that we're trying to both lead by example as a district and also uh, provide the resources and, and the education to our students so that they graduate from our school system climate literate and ready to take environmental action. And, and I'm wondering, uh, what are some of the immediate steps that might come out of uh, this framework? Yeah, there, there are definitely some immediate actions that we're excited to announce, and, and we talked about this at the board meeting earlier this week. And, you know, I've been here about five and a half years now, and the number one thing that I hear about when people say, hey, can we do more in environmental sustainability is can we get rid of the styrofoam in our lunch trays? And so we're committed to eliminating styrofoam in our cafeterias, and another uh, great initiative that I'm excited about, and it dovetails well with some things happening at the city, is um, piloting full cafeteria composting at three elementary schools next school year. That'll give us the ability to study that, understand what resources, educational, financial, other resources are needed to support composting in our cafeterias. And finally, in partnership with the uh, the city, we're going to be offering a, a teacher mini-grant program. This is a small small funding, around $500 per award for uh, teachers to implement school-based sustainability projects. That could be in the garden. That could be uh, you know, some kind of a field trip. It could be a hydroponic labs. It could be any kind of environmental sustainability thing that teachers want to get into, and, and we're providing a little bit of a resource to help them to do that. You know, I would just jump in and add there um, such exciting action steps coming right away. Uh, so this plan is not static. It's, um, it's uh, a way that we will actualize and live our vision of environmental sustainability. But one of the areas that I hear about all the time from parents 
and in our community is this tremendous gift we've received with our Ann Arbor Public School campuses of outdoor areas adjacent to our schools. And Mm -hmm. I've been in districts across the country, and I just rarely see a district with the tremendous gift of land and woods and area for children and students to explore outdoors. So we're looking really at a, a thorough evaluation of all of those outdoor areas to make sure that we're capitalizing on the learning opportunities uh, next to and adjacent to our schools. Um, we also have that classroom, that outdoor classroom of the school garden. And Ann Arbor has always celebrated our school gardens, but quite frankly, they've, uh, some of them have fallen, um, a little bit in their level of development through the COVID time. So this is just a great time to do a full assessment of where we are with our outdoor learning spaces, our outdoor gardens. It's just a wonderful place where school and students and community and classroom all come together at that nexus point of our outside outdoor spaces. Sounds exciting. Um, Now, when we're talking about this plan, it was just presented this week. Um, Again, you can read about it, uh, see see an in-depth, you know, review of it if you'd like on our website, a2schools.org. But what are then the next steps for this plan now that it's been presented to the board? Um, What's happening with it? You know, Andrew, I'm thinking now about a couple of folks that we should have given uh, our gratitude to. And I want to just pause for a second and uh, thank the members of the Environmental Sustainability Task Force. You know, it's been a year and I know that time has gone by quickly, but they've been meeting uh, every month and in between meetings, they've done committee work. So I just want to give a shout out to uh, those folks and to our partners. Uh, you noted them, Emil, uh, at U of M at the city of Ann Arbor and at Washtenaw County. Um, we have such great partnerships and engagement across our community for this environmental sustainability effort. And so with that, our next steps from here are really to continue the work across those three domains. So in education and climate literacy will be um, an analyzing how to make sure that at every grade level, every content area, our students are receiving that enduring environmental education so that we aren't just uh, talking about the environment, but we are actually perpetuating environmental leadership and sustainability through our children and our students into the future. And then the second area of next steps is, you know, our bond program is moving along at a very, uh, at a very strong pace. And so there are many opportunities there to live those values around the environment. And folks will hear more about that soon. And then that third area of healthy school campuses and sustainable school campuses, uh, there's a whole body of work there. So, so folks will be able to see this work and visualize the work. And I'll note that in each area of the plan, Mr. Alzan and the team are developing metrics. So when we report out, 
folks will be able to actually see the progress that we're making. Now, the immediate next steps is between that first briefing um, that we've had this week and that second briefing coming up later in December, we will have this open window of time. And it, it is for students to give us feedback. It is for parents. It's for members of our Ann Arbor community. Our priority of taking care of our planet uh, by being good stewards in our school district, that priority is one that's shared by our entire community. So this is a wonderful opportunity to get in there and let us hear your voice uh, about this plan. And we're really looking forward to doing that through a, a great online tool called Thought Exchange. We've used this previously in the district. And uh, there's a link on our website. And uh, it asks a couple simple questions at the beginning. And then you can see all of the thoughts that other people are sharing. Share your own thoughts and add stars or, or likes to thoughts that you agree with. And we'll take all that into consideration and, and use that to improve and make the plan even stronger than it is. And the hope would be, obviously, that this plan wouldn't be uh, one of those plans that's a big, thick binder sitting on a shelf somewhere never to be seen again. That is definitely not not the intention. And that's part of the reason I think we chose the word framework. Yes. It's, it's, it's a way to organize our thinking. So it, when you look at the full plan, you'll see there are the three sections that we've talked about uh, today. And then there are 11 areas for action. And some of those have subsections inside of them. And so each of those areas, whether it's school gardens and outdoor learning or energy conservation or water quality, each has its own subsection inside of the framework. And as Dr. Swift mentioned, we'll be developing or in some cases already have metrics in those areas. So it's a way of organizing our work moving forward. It's a living document that will serve as a roadmap for our future actions in environmental sustainability at the school district. And what I love about the way you framed that, Emil, is it, it, you're right, uh, Andrew, it's not static. It, it, the no, the three-ring binder is not sitting on the shelf. Our thinking gets better every day. The work continues every day. We will be reporting out annually on our progress so that it is there for everyone to see, uh, but we don't ever wait uh, until uh, a particular time to update our thinking. The thinking is growing and developing every day for this very important priority. Well, that's really good news, and that brings us right to the next segment on the show, the A2 Schools podcast, and that's good news. And we're going to celebrate the Ann Arbor Pioneer High school girls swimming and diving team. They did it again the third straight time. They won the Division I state championship a couple weeks ago. Uh, and I got to say that it, it wasn't even close. They, they won outright six of the 12 events wow. and uh, scored 322 points total. Um, that was more than 100 points above the second place team. Congratulations to the Pioneer. Uh, swim and dive team. Well, congratulations, Pioneer Pioneers. Uh, that's domination, isn't it? it I, is. I love to see that. And I loved their enthusiasm. I was watching them over that weekend as they celebrated that huge win. Pioneer Pioneers swim dive. 
And congratulations to their coach, Stephanie Kurska. Yes. Well, thank you, uh, Dr. Swift, for joining in again today at the A2 Schools podcast. Wonderful to be here, and what a great day in Ann Arbor. And thanks to everyone in the community for really that ongoing support to come to this place this time with our environmental sustainability framework. And thank you, Mr. Latsana, Executive Director of Environmental Sustainability. Thank you, Andrew. Great to be here. And thank you for listening to this week's edition of the A2 Schools podcast. As always, if you have any questions about the Ann Arbor Public Schools, the first place to look is a2schools.org. If you have any specific questions or a topic you'd like to have discussed on the A2 Schools podcast, don't hesitate to email communications at a2schools.org. And thank you again for listening to this week's edition of the A2 Schools podcast.